two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. It's good to be with you. I'm super grateful that you're here listening wherever you are watching. Um, it's awesome to have you. Truly appreciate it. I need to start off by acknowledging the other warriors, or I should just say the warriors. I'm like the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth line on the battlefield. And we are in a battle, which is crazy. But there are some unbelievably courageous people that are out there doing what we are trying to do at a much larger scale. And that is getting the truth to people and finding the truth and then sharing it and then letting everyone else to digest that information and interpret it in however they want with their amazing individuality and critical thinking skills. So first, if you are listening to this podcast because you saw this link in Steve Kirsch's newsletter, I appreciate you and thank you. And to Steve Kirsch, who you never know, we might have him on this podcast in the future. That'd be amazing. But his courage is just like, I'm in awe about it. I've been thinking about it all day. And to even acknowledge the Jonathan Cogan show, even acknowledge it, let alone put it in his unbelievable Substack. which if you have not subscribed to it, you better go to, um, to Steve Kirsch's Substack and subscribe because it is, it's, it's the best on, on COVID vaccines and, and anything related. It's the best hands out, but he's been a warrior through all this times. And that's a word that I'm getting from somebody else. And I just want to say, Steve, if you're listening or if you know, Steve, thank you. Seriously. I'm just trying to play my as big of a role as I can. And if even that's a one, one thousandth of what you're doing, it's an honor. There's also other warriors out there. Another one who has been gracious enough to exchange messages, I guess, Dr. Kelly Victory. If you have not watched anything, she was on Dr. Drew. She has a, she now, and then she was on a, a, the actual San Diego, like local news channel, telling the truth, disseminating truthful facts about the COVID vaccines and the potential risks. Kelly Victory is doing a phenomenal job, beyond phenomenal. So I highly encourage you to go check out her content because she is awesome. She's awesome. And she's on fire right now. And then also John O'Looney is another one. And we're going to get into videos with all of these people. But before I start, I need to show some gratitude for these people even to, you know, message me, you know, spur respond to the message that I, that I sent them or just even be in the same sphere as the Jonathan Cogan show. I mean, these are the real people that you guys need to be following, listening to. They are trustworthy. They are real. They are authentic. They are doing something really crazy. You know what that is? They are doing the right thing. And I can't tell you how important that is right now, more than any time in my life. And I'm not that old. They've been around longer. I'm not saying they're old. They're older. Maybe they are old. Hey, maybe you guys are old. Sorry. But, <laughs> but it, when it is so hard to get truth to people with the censorship and, 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 and just the, the, uh, the hit pieces and the BS that's out there, 
I just want to be sure that you can trust certain sources. And these three people are absolutely in that category. I promise you, if you trust me, you can trust them. Okay, let's get into it. We got a lot of clips to get into. We are going to start off with Dr. Kelly Victory. By the way, she is a board certified trauma and emergency specialist. You can go to earlycovidcare.org to learn more. She's awesome. I promise you, she's doing a stellar job. The first video we're going to get into is she has an interesting theory that we believe is correct on the show, but that's for you to determine. Dr. Kelly Victory says sudden adult death syndrome, SADS, is a cover for COVID shots. Is it true? Is it not true? That's up to you to decide. Here's the five-minute clip of Dr. Kelly Victory explaining why she believes that to be true. It is phenomenal. Take a listen. I've been worrying about with the, the, the vaccines of the particular, particularly of the really under 35, but under, under 50 to some extent, which is the myocarditis in the POTS, which I think has been poorly characterized and poorly documented as of yet. And are these two folks had POTS where they had complete and total lost their blood pressure all of a sudden and fractured their skull and the occiput, both in the exact same place. Because when you, when you lose your blood pressure, you just kind of go back. You, you collapse in the back, you know, your head flips back. One was on stage, the other one was alone in a hotel room. And guess yeah. which one passed and, away. But, but there's another piece to it. But people are saying, I haven't seen this documented, but there's, there's some suggestion that, that it's the spike protein itself and therefore COVID itself can do this as well as the vaccine. What do we do with all that stuff, Kelly? Well, I would say, first of all, if you, um, these are unfortunate and we are seeing them by the throngs. If you Google died suddenly, uh, died suddenly has become one of the most common lines in an obituary or a death notice. Uh, the idea that they have come up with this brand new, totally made up um, uh, diagnosis of SADS, sudden adult death syndrome, uh, in their defense, I suppose, you know, died unexpectedly from complications of a tragic, uh, you know, untested vaccine is a little unwieldy. So SADS rolls off the tip of your tongue better. But the reality is we have people who are dropping. In all likelihood, I have to say, Drew, this is POTS for people who are listening, is, is postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, which means when you stand up, generally it happens when you go from sitting to standing that all of a sudden your heart rate becomes very, very fast. Your heart doesn't beat um, at, at the normal rate, and therefore you lose your blood pressure. Um, these people who you're talking about most likely had a cardiac dysrhythmia. Their heart started beating erratically. We're seeing it all the time. It's why we are seeing mm -hmm. young, healthy athletes died at 22 times the average rate last year in 2021. You have all kinds of people who are, you know, uh, collapsing while, while running. Uh, the NFL has had, what, four people under the age of 35 drop dead while exercising in the past couple of months. Um, this isn't normal. Uh, we have tennis players dropping out of, uh, you know, major tournaments because they're dropping dead or, or, excuse me, collapsing or having chest pain. We're seeing people pass out in swimming pools. This is happening from cardiac dysrhythmia, uh, abnormal yeah. heart rhythms that therefore cause you to not pump adequate amount of blood to your brain. You don't get blood to your brain. You don't get oxygen to your brain and you pass out. 
unless you are with yeah. people who can intervene quickly, you're going to end up at the bottom of a swimming pool and you're going to be dead. And then what happens is happening all the time. They do autopsies and they're saying, well, you know, natural causes. Well, let's just look at somebody like yeah. Justin Bieber. Maybe Justin Bieber's Ramsey Hunt syndrome was just bad luck. And his 26-year-old wife's brain hemorrhage, just bad luck. That's some pretty bad luck in people who are too young and too well, healthy to be having to be these fair, things. Her, hers was even, you, you're going to like what she, she actually had a paradoxical embolus. She had a DVT and a patent foramen ovale. And then you have to ask yourself, well, what are causing excess clotting? The vaccines are associated right. with excess clotting. Right. Yeah, so correct. And that's, um, and so what I'm saying is that, you know, I, again, we are seeing and we know again um, from the data that's being reported by the life insurance companies, there's been a 40 percent increase in all cause mortality in 18 to 49 year olds. Forty percent. If you know anything about statistics, that's a four sigma increase. Absolutely yeah. unheard Listen, of. In my, What's in my career, that? I've only seen. I don't know. I've only seen one in my career, and now I certainly feel like I'm seeing a lot of more of that kind of stuff. And and I and I don't yeah. know what to do with it, and I don't understand why. Well, it, it just just the way we approached the idea that the vaccine caused myocarditis, I thought was very odd. Throughout my career, I don't yeah. know how you handle myocarditis in an emergency room, but myocarditis is a medical emergency. You go right, right to the end of the right. hospital. It's because of exactly right. this. You can get rhythm disturbances and heart failure. I mean, it is a, right. it is a rare and serious thing. It's like, oh, well, only one per 3,000 myocarditis, and most of it was mild. Yeah, I'm glad. It's still a very, very serious condition. And I, you know, I, and I don't understand recover, why there's not more... Recover. Yeah, yeah, even if you get out yeah. of the hospital, Drew, you have exponentially yeah. increased your risk of heart failure down the road. There Later. are people who get yep. over, yep. quote unquote, their myocarditis and then are on the heart transplant list 20 years later. So what an intro. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know this. You know this. This has been shared on many other podcasts that I've done. All of this information, because these are the people that I am learning from myself. I'm just trying to do my job as curating all of the best information from the most credible sources that have integrity, that have honor, and that are trying to tell the truth. Because what bothers me the most is there's a lot of things that bother me. So I shouldn't say that because I don't like people messing with kids. I can't stand that. I, I will never, I, I, that's why I'm doing this. I can't stand if adults do something with nefarious intent to a child. I, I, I cannot be complicit and be silent on that ever, period. End of story, full stop, done. But you know this stuff is happening, okay? But here's the issue that I have, is that just like you guys believe, or if you've been listening to this podcast, I personally believe that those in charge, the powers that be, that are imposing this on everybody and have imposed these vaccines for so long now, since they came out, like Joe Biden, just get vaccinated. You know, whispering in your ear, smelling your hair, doing all this weird stuff, right? Just do it. It's, it's, it's the, uh, it's, it, this is a disease, or this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, of the unvaccinated. Well, what's going on in Australia? Huh? What's going on in Australia? What is going on in Australia? Is it a conspiracy? Is everything truthful? Just a con is anything that goes against Big Pharma, Pfizer, Moderna, those that club? 
I think it's a default conspiracy if you go against them. That's the new definition. You know, the administration is doing a phenomenal job changing definitions in real time. Can we change the definition of conspiracy to factual evidence that goes against big pharma? Can we do that? Can somebody help me with that? We should change that in the dictionary ASAP. You know, we're changing recession. We're changing male, female, all this stuff. Let's change that one. Let's be totally accurate, okay? But these people in charge know what they're doing. This is intentional. And if you listen to the previous podcast, the one yesterday, while that evidence from the military whistleblower is awfully strange and it should encourage a lot of questions, 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 questions. If you do not ask questions and you are a peasant, which if you listen to this podcast, you're a peasant, okay? You don't run the world, all right? It is in your best interest to question the most powerful forces in the world, always. Even if you get an answer that you expect it, you want to ask questions. So on this podcast, we rigorously ask questions and we ask difficult questions because we don't accept bullshit. Excuse my language, but we don't accept it on this. No, we'll never accept that ever. So I believe they know what they're doing. So does Kelly. So does Kelly. And in fact, Dr. Books of the CDC, who admitted that they, quote unquote, overplayed the vaccines, that they knew it wouldn't stop the spread, even though you had to get it because it stopped the spread, because the only way a government should ever intervene in a situation is if it has to do with a spread. A mandate is only if it's going to spread to another person in the population and then infect everybody. If it's to just make your symptoms be less harsh, that's an individual choice. Why would you mandate someone to take something if it's just to make their symptoms not as bad? That's a personal choice, obviously. That's not a threat to society. They lied. They lied. They lied. And they knew they lied. You know, I want you to listen to Kelly explain this because I think she does a phenomenal job saying why she believes that the government knows the damages the vaccines are causing. It's a minute, 33 seconds, as she always does. She does a phenomenal job. Take a listen. Yeah, I, I, that's right. Exactly. Like, like, let's figure this out. But I don't understand why it's not being dealt with with sense of urgency. Right. I, it, to me, it's like I, it, it, what they're saying is, oh, this really it. isn't real. It's like I, I maybe we are over reporting it, but then publish something that tells me that that's the case. And I and I don't think that's what they're finding. I think it is. A, well, because they're afraid of getting shut down by something. I, I don't know what they're afraid. They, they seem to be afraid of the truth always. I mean, well, like, obviously, health is well, not a one size fits all. So. What? Here, what here's think? what I think. I think the reality is this. They know darn well it's the vaccines. Mm. And their mm. ramifications, the repercussions of that are so profound. To come out and say now, whoops, after people have lost their jobs, lost their livelihoods, got kicked out of the military, uh, weren't able to finish their educations, you know, had, were forced, mandated in many cases to get these injections. To come back now and say, yeah. turns out we actually hadn't tested them. We never tested them on pregnant women or women of childbearing age. We never tested them on people with autoimmune diseases. We never tested them on people who are on X, Y, and Z class of drugs. We just gave them, a, again, broad brush, told everybody to get one, not only get one, get two, get three, whatever it is. I think the, the fallout, Drew, would be so profound um, that I'm just not yeah. sure they can get their arms around it. 
if you listen to the previous podcast, the one before this one, I read the first point of the Nuremberg Code. If you didn't listen to it, why don't you just Google the Nuremberg Code, search it. There's 10 different uh, bullet points. Read the first one. And then just simply ask yourself, do you think that that was violated? Do you think that was violated? And if you do believe that that was violated, then what Kelly is saying is right. And that's what I've been saying is that they will do anything they can. They will make a catastrophe into a worse catastrophe to avoid coming clean on something of a magnitude this big. We read the numbers in the last one of how, how many billions of people have been fully vaxxed. Well, the only thing I would correct with what she said, she said, uh, you know, why not get three or get two or get three? Well, now let's get four and get five. And then it's going to be six and then seven, which my brother predicted when it first came out. He goes, it's going to be every six months. It's going to be every six months. Everyone's like, you're an idiot. You're a conspiracy theorist. Now they want it every six months. Conspiracies just come true. Just give it enough time. It comes true. We're not interested in conspiracy theories. I've never even been interested in fiction ever. Books. I like nonfiction, period. That's just my interest. This is all real. That's what it's so hard to grasp. But this magnitude of malfeasance and corruption and honestly, I'm going to use a big term here, but I mean it. Mass murder is on a scale so big that in order to finally catch Bill Gates and all these guys, because it always goes back to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, let's be honest. Let's just call it what it is, okay? We need everybody to come together. We need everybody to join as one group, all the peasants, and face our sadness, our anger, whatever it might be, towards the elites to get justice. I saw a few things on social media that has really been bothering me, and I'm trying to get as many as I can is that all these studies are coming out of Thailand and Sweden about, you know, proving basically, you know, the dangers of the vaccine we're going to get into. Kelly has a really good, uh, a really good video of, okay, we were lied to about these three, four things. Well, then how do we know we were ever told the truth? And it's a great point. And I'm going to play that in a second. But uh, um, we, we need to realize that what has happened has violated the Nuremberg Code. Absolutely. I think unequivocally. And that instead of seeing a study that says the vaccine's dangerous and you're not vaccinated, don't then tweet at other people who are vaccinated and rub it in their face like, oh, see, I told you so. That's not going to get us anywhere. And just don't forget, it wasn't long ago that you were upset with how you were treated being unvaccinated. It was the pandemic of the unvaccinated. You can't go places. You're the problem. You were, you were ostracized, right? You didn't like that feeling, did you? No, you didn't. So why are you going to do it to somebody else? Why would you do that? Instead, try this. Just at least think about this. Those that are vaccinated have been injured by the vaccine have lost a loved one. Why not join them? Why not help them? Why not have empathy? Why not help them get justice? Why not make sure that they aren't hurt by this? Make sure that they can get better. Make sure that there is a future. You're on the same team. You always have been. 
because you're proven right doesn't do any good to throw it in someone else's face. You're on the same team. And if you didn't like that being done to you, for you to do that to someone else is not only really hypocritical, it's stupid. And I am not standing for that at all. And by the way, it's not going to bring a good outcome for you either. Because the only way we get over this is if literally all of us with our 9 trillion labels of the person we are in subgroups that are all bullshit, we realize that we are just humans and we want the best for all humans and we come together as one. That's the only option. Otherwise, you keep bickering about party affiliation and also BS that doesn't mean anything. We're going to be in the same spot. Okay. And they're going to be taking this all the way to the bank, implementing food crises or engineering them, and then implementing central bank digital currencies and trying to just rule with tyranny. That's the reality, folks. So um, I want to get into uh, I want to get into Steve Kirsch uh, in a little bit and, and John John Alouni, but let me let me play these short little clips. This is from Kelly pointing out. Um, well, since we just listened to that one, I want to point out. Um, that she believes Dr. Deborah Burks, who was the head of the CDC, uh, could be guilty of treason. She's the one that served under Trump, and she came out of the book. And this is very, very interesting. This is, you know, just take a listen, and 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 we'll take it on the other side. Jeffrey, go ahead. And yeah, it's it, uh, interesting to talk to Alex. Is that he's uh, been a, through an interesting uh, experience in COVID? Ephraim, what's up? Uh, hey, uh, Drew, uh, Doctor Drew, yep. Doctor Victory, Ephraim. Um, my question is only kind of, uh, uh, tangentially related. Um, have you read, uh, any of what's come out from Dr. Burks's book, uh, about how she's kind of oh, yeah. herself as the hero for specifically undermining the effort to not just undermining the effort to try and push for longer than 15 days, as we all knew in the beginning anyway, right. but also her basically admitting to falsifying documents to keep the policy going. Correct. Um, yes. just wondering if, you know, you're obviously aware of it. Just want to express a little bit of a uh, disgust about it and uh, spread that around. All right. What do you say? Well, well I cer- well, I certainly share your disgust. Uh, she absolutely acknowledged that Ephraim in the book. She said she quote had to be very cautious about not letting their true intentions be known to the president. That would have been President Trump because they knew that if they allowed him to know what their true plan was, specifically that the mm. lockdown was never going to be just two weeks. They knew that President Trump, being the the businessman that he is, would understand that the that would have a profound impact on the economy, and therefore would not go for it. She absolutely acknowledged that she was, you know, duplicitous uh, in the way that she advised the president and in the way that they presented data to him uh, throughout the pandemic. I frankly, um, I, I'm not sure that you know treason is too short is too strong a word when you're talking about people who are specifically going against the you know, the express uh, desires and, and trajectory that a the sitting president wants to take us. So if your first reaction to that when you heard Trump is anger and like, oh my God, you know, she's wrong, all this stuff, she might be. But hold on a second. If Trump just totally changed your emotional set. I have this theory that that is the programming that the propaganda machine wants you to, they want to strike an emotional chord so you don't think rationally when it has to go, when you, when we talk about Trump. So if that happened to you, I'm just saying, have an open mind about this. Go check out the book, The Psychology of Totalitarianism, okay, by Mattia Desmond. He's a professor out of uh, Belgium, I believe, or Germany. Phenomenal. 
okay? The Psychology of Totalitarianism. And see if that book opens up your eyes a little bit. I found it fascinating because the mass formation psychosis is real. And I think they heavily use Trump to implement it and enforce the mass formation psychosis. I really do. And I could be wrong. I'm just telling you it's good literature to perhaps reference and look at. That's all I'm saying. I'm just trying to give you resources so you can make the best decisions possible for yourself. Um, what else we got here? Uh, we got a lot. We got a lot. I have two other videos from Kelly. I got two from Steve Kirsch, one with Wayne Root, and then obviously John Looney. So, all right, we're going to jump into uh, the interview that um, the legend Steve Kirsch, who has officially ripped through the internet with his Fox News debut, dropping bombshells, <laughs> dropping absolute bombshells when he talked about how Wayne Root, who's a conservative radio host, and by the way, if you didn't know, Steve Kirsch was, quote unquote, a mega donor for the Democratic Party, and now they're friends. There's a realignment, people, of these political parties. You can't think about them how they were, and they're not even, it's not even important. It just a theory that I have is it seems like the left is more uh, obedient to authority and don't question it, right? Like saying yes to lockdowns, you know, forced vaccination, which is usually what the liberals question, right? If you, you know, if you listen to Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr., he talks a lot about that in his letter to liberals, which is an amazing book. Um, and the right seems to be more of a populist movement. And I tweeted this a while ago. I said, and this could totally, this is out there, obviously, but I believe what's happening, and we're not political on this podcast. I'm apolitical. We're not Republican. We're not Democrat. We're not independent. We are pro whatever is best for the human species. That's it. So we're apolitical. So from our apolitical lens, I think the right is more of a, populist but awakened movement people who are awakened to this tyranny and what's really going on are this are republicans quote unquote now okay and people who are not awakened okay and are still believing the cdc and the corrupt institutions the nih and these horrible institutions that are literally killing people at such a scale that i tweeted this too and this is bad but i swear it would make hitler jealous i can't believe i'm saying that on the podcast like that is so bad that is so bad to say but I think this is so massive, so massive and so profound that what's going to come from this is going to be something we've never seen before. And the people right now that are considered Democrats, OK, they don't mean any anymore. The names of the parties are the ones that are still asleep, the ones that are still just taking orders. And then when you awaken, you, I guess, become a Republican. It's like the split of awaken and not awaken. That's my opinion. OK, that's out there. I just want to throw it out there. I think it's really interesting. I think it's actually kind of true. I do. And you can go listen to the Age of Aquarius episode if you want to learn more about this, because that's a phenomenally amazing, by the way. So let me get to Steve Kirsch about his interview with Wayne Root about his winning ad ad yeah, anecdote, which he talked about on Fox News when he dropped that bombshell that I believe will be the day that we remember as literally changing the course of history. I really, really do. I swear to God, I mean that. Um, I think it's going to be known as like, the day where everything started to change because things are coming out now like I've never seen before. And thank God it is. Thank God. Take a listen to this interview. It's phenomenal, by the way. You can check it out on Rumble. Obviously, you can't check on YouTube. And by the way, as you know, on this podcast, we have two strikes and are suspended from YouTube for two weeks for doing nothing other than telling the truth. Actually, not even that. 
It was from the podcast that was the letter from the vaccinated Australian writer. It was someone, an opinion piece from a, a vaccinated Australian writer. I read it out loud. It's five minutes. Go listen to it. It's amazing. I read it out loud. They banned it for medical misinformation. Go listen to it. Tell me if it's medical mis- misinformation. Just take, give it a try. Listen to this interview. Wayne Root, Steve Kirsch, legend. Have you ever heard a story? And, and you've been doing this for, you know, two years now, right? Seven no, 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 but in terms of COVID, in terms of COVID, right, you know, you know yes, COVID, two COVID, years COVID. to talk about COVID yeah. and COVID vaccines. Um, yes. have, you ever, um, have you ever heard of a story where uh, it's the reverse of what happened at your wedding, where it's, it's just the vaccinated that are, you know, getting these injuries and death, you know, that, that this is a disease of the unvaccinated. Have you ever heard? No. Not, no, not that's a single why, story? When I heard... No, when I heard the very first time when I heard Fauci and others, I remember it was just Fauci, it was Fauci, Burks, Biden. When I heard them saying that it's a, a pandemic of the uh, uh, unvaccinated, I said, you're just making it up. Because I personally know so many people at this point, I'm saying like a year and a half ago, I know so many people who are unvaccinated. I don't know anyone who's sick. I don't know anyone who's dying. And I know quite a few people at this point and since with COVID and they're all vaccinated. Everyone I know gets COVID is vaccinated. So how could it be a, a pandemic of the unvaccinated? And then I laugh because the statistics are out all over the world. And everywhere in the world, if you are vaccinated, you are more likely to be hospitalized and yes. to die. And yet in America, they keep lying and saying that if you are unvaccinated, you are more likely to be hospitalized and die. Well, if that means that either the people who run the CDC and the FDA and the AMA and politics in America, the, the Trump, uh, excuse me, the Biden administration, those people are either the most pathetic frauds and liars and con men and con women that ever lived, and they're in a giant Ponzi scheme, or it means that there's a germ out there called COVID that reacts completely differently when it hits the borders of the United States versus every other country in the world. And you and I both know there is no such thing. So that means the people who run our country and who run medicine in our country, Steve, are incredible frauds who are lying and manipulating the evidence. And I said to myself two years ago and a year and a half ago, how could they say it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated? How could that be when I know it's the opposite? And then I found out that if you get vaccinated for two weeks afterwards, they count you as unvaccinated. So what happens is you get vaccinated, the odds of dying are absolutely the highest within the first two weeks after vaccination. Matter of fact, the first 48 hours after vaccination is when a lot of people die. And so you drop dead after being vaccinated and they say, look, another person unvaccinated dropped dead. That's incredible. That's like, I I can't even make up an example in the business world that would be that fraudulent and I wouldn't go to jail. (laughs) You know, that's like saying I own a Chevrolet dealership and each time a person gets in an accident on the highway because the Chevrolet has faulty equipment, I argue that it was an Oldsmobile because if you just bought it within two weeks, the Chevrolet is not a Chevrolet, it's an Oldsmobile. So the death gets credited to Oldsmobile, not Chevrolet. Can you imagine if I tried to pull that off in the private sector, how quickly you'd go to jail? That's incredible. So I think now it's 30 days after the first vaccine you count as unvaccinated. Two weeks after the second vaccine you count as unvaccinated. And I don't know what the number is for the booster, but I'm betting you it's at least two to four weeks. They count you as unvaccinated. And when you drop dead, they say, the poor guy was unvaccinated, even though he said three yeah. vaccines. Well, That's incredible. Yeah, but, but the other thing is, it's worse than that because 
if they don't know your vaccination status, you're unvaccinated. You're unvaccinated. Right, right, if they're right. And don't forget, if you took two and you won't take the booster, you're now unvaccinated. And then you die and they go, well, he was unvaccinated. No, he had two shots. He may have never gotten the booster, but you are very much yeah, vaccinated but, once you've got two shots. Yeah, but hey, it's been, you know, he should have got the booster. So therefore he's not vaccinated. So. <laughs> hey, listen, nobody ever did a control group, right? No, I'm not no, crazy. But you're, That's a fact. You, there you, is no your wedding is, is better than any <laughs> CDC study. Like, has the CDC, have you ever seen the CDC do a study like what you had at your wedding, where the CDC says, hey, no. let's follow, you know, a thousand people who didn't get vaccinated at all. And let's follow a randomly selected thousand people that did get vaccinated. And let's see how they did, you know, and let's compare them. Have you seen that CDC study, Wayne? No. And you know what that should be called? A vaccine trial. Yeah. Well, that no, should it should be called a post-marketing <laughs> study to see and it should be done independently and not by the drug company who has a vested interest, you know, like with these clinical trials right. of seeing their drug to be successful. Because, you know, look at the injury rate differential between the vaccinated and unvaccinated in your wedding. And you had only 200 people in your wedding, Wayne. They had 20,000 people in each arm, 40,000 people and they detected no signal in fact the pfizer wrote the fda to say that hey you know there are fewer serious adverse events in the vaccine group than in the placebo group so it's actually safer than taking nothing i mean and the fda eats this stuff up you know and the committees don't review any of the data and you know what's really tragic is that the people who have died, and we talked about, and you talked about this earlier, people who did not, died deny this was caused by the vaccine. And so their death, which could have been used to send a message, like every time you have someone who's vaccinated who dies, they should be autopsy and they should, you need right. to look into the tissues yes. to find out what is really going on. and. The medical examiners are not doing this. I know of a medical examiner technician who said, I tried to bring this up with the pathologists, but they said, we aren't going to go there, right? And that's happening everywhere. And this, path and this medical tech won't come on camera because he says he will be fired. He won't even talk to me directly. He will be fired. Everybody fired if he will lose his job if he brings this stuff up. It's just like why the embalmers like aren't talking and so forth. They'll lose business. And so the just funeral business, like the, the ca casket makers, you know, business is up. Business is great. They're not going to talk. Right. Just so, first of all, I got to be honest with you. I don't really need to preface to say I'm going to be honest with you because you know by now I'm always honest with you. I don't feel like I'm on my game today. I feel like I'm not thinking of words quick enough. I feel like I'm not being entertaining. I'm pretty down about this news. Maybe that's it perhaps. So listen, we all have off days. So if it sounds like I'm off today, it's because I'm off. But I'll be down tomorrow. It's all good. You have a bad day. You have a good day. You have a good day. You have a bad day. You never know. Randomized study, baby. So 
let's talk about what he just ended with. I'm going to skip. I'm not going to play. Uh, I'm not going to play a cup. One of the interviews actually where um, Steve Kirsch was on the war room, but you can go check that out. Obviously it was really good. He was really backing up the numbers from the Fox news bombshell. I'm going to say that forever. Fox news bombshell, but there are people with funeral homes and embalmers that are willing to talk. And that is where the funeral director, John O'Looney comes out. This guy is phenomenal and he's talking and he's talking about how in the UK they're killing children and they're killing babies with these jabs and they're working out deals directly with the hospital to send the babies to the the crematory, whatever you call it, so that they're not documented as being killed by the jabs. Go search the TED Talk with Bill Gates from like 2010. If he, he literally said, you know what? We are going to do this in real time. That's what we do on this podcast. We get facts. We don't tell you to do research. We try to make this as efficient as possible. But I'll preface it while I'm looking for it because I'll find it very quickly, uh, which is he said, if we do a really good job with vaccines, then we will get the population down. You heard that correctly, by the way. If we do a good job with the vaccines, then uh, then we will get the population down. Oh, here we go. Oh, look, someone clipped it. Beautiful. Everyone's catching on because the whole world's awakening. All right. Why don't you just take a listen to this? This is a this is a we're putting this in the podcast. This was not expected. This is real time because that's what we do. We find facts in real time. We give you the truth. This is Bill Gates. Okay, TED Talk. Talking about how if we do a good job with vaccines, you're hearing me correctly. I just want you to know that a good job with vaccines, then we'll be able to decrease the population. Just take a listen. Here we go. That's CO2 that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Uh, that's back from high school algebra. But let's, let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. Uh, wait, what? What? Do you want me to play that back real quick? I'll just play it back real quick. One, one last time. This down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Listen. Now uh, that's back very from clear. high school algebra. But let's, let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Now, uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. This piece of shit is depopulating our planet, people. Wake up. He is in charge. He's the vaccine czar. Go look at his Wall Street Journal op-ed at the beginning of 2019 bragging about how vaccines was the best investment he ever made, turning $10 billion into $200 billion and bragging about it. These evil people 
you have to respect them on this. This is the one thing you got to respect. They do everything in plain sight. They don't even hide it. They're so evil and sick. They need to brag about it to their other friends, their other evil friends, like Klaus Schwab, and, and brag in public. And people think it's so outrageous that there's no way it can be true. He said on the TED Talk, if we do a great job with vaccines, we will decrease the population by 10 to 20%. Well, I guess he was right. We're doing a great job with mRNA vaccines because the population is decreasing by 10 to 20%. He planned this. Conspiracy? I don't think so. We don't like conspiracies on this channel. We don't do conspiracies. We do facts. Everybody knows this. And now it's time for you to know this. So back, circling back to Steve Kirsch, the bombshell dropper. Uh, talked about how people, you know, the funeral directors can't talk. Cause, and by the way, they're making record. There's a TikTok video of, of this couple going to a cemetery by, the, by uh, their house. They count the amount of new graves that they see. And they're like, one, two, three, four, 40, 41, 42. Craziness, okay? Craziness, all right? John O'Looney is a funeral director. This is an amazing interview I'm going to play a part of. But he's talking. You know why? Because he is a warrior. He's courageous. And he loves human beings like we do on this podcast. Are you a human? Then I love you. You are loved. If no one told you today, I love you. Okay? And you're meant to be here. And if you've been vaccine injured or you've lost a loved one, you hang in there. I promise. I promise good things are yet to come. The best is yet to come. Just hold on, okay? You've got warriors out there. You've got Dr. Kelly Victor. You've got Steve Kirsch. You've got John O'Learney. You've got so many others, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., so many other warriors out there. And I'm just trying to shed some light on it, as the Jonathan Cogan Show does. We like to praise those that are trying to do good for society because that's what life's about, baby helping one another, not putting other people down to get ahead because you don't need to tear someone else's building down to build the tallest building. Simply build the a taller building next to theirs. Okay. Life isn't a zero sum game. It's an abundant. Okay. Life is abundant. Everybody can make it. Believe in yourself. You can achieve a lot more than you probably think you can. I never thought this podcast would ever take off. Well, I kind of did. I'm not going to lie. I have confidence but it hasn't been easy and it's just starting. Who knows? Maybe we flop, but when you do the right thing, good things happen to you. I have a crazy theory. I'm dropping crazy theories on this podcast. Ready for this one? This one's gonna blow your mind. If you are nice to other people and consistently do the right thing and believe doing the right thing is always the right thing, then good things happen to you and people are nice in return. <gasps> Bombshell. <laughs> Okay, maybe you don't think that's true, but I find it to be very true. People are nice. People want other people to succeed. The news is spewing you bullshit that is not true. Now let's get into John Looney talking about what he's seeing uh, in the funeral uh, as a funeral director. This is super sad, a little caution, but you need to hear it. it's important. And this whole interview in the show notes is very, very good. So this is John Looney, funeral director in the UK. Before we spoke in July 2021, um, and you were talking about the fact that people post vaccination were obviously coming in, and you were seeing people getting younger. I've seen podcasts since that you've done and interviews where, you know, people are getting younger and younger. And and there was one where you were showing what was coming 
out of of people that were that were deceased i mean yeah. how insane has it got now john well, uh, to put it into context, I mean, I'm only a small funeral director. When I worked for Cooperative Funeral Care, I did nearly 10 years with them, and I could count the amount of people under 40 that we looked after, usually on one hand um, in a 12-month period. It was usually uh, RTA, uh, road traffic accident, or a very, very rare cancer or you know or, or a comorbidity like they were morbidly obese for example uh, there just wasn't any amount of people under 40 i've looked after more people under 40 in the last 18 months than i have in the previous 10 years uh, to give you an idea now to give you an example we've uh, we see 130,000 nhs staff approximately who'd rather lose their careers and take the protection to the point the government had to backtrack um, i would suggest it did that for one of two reasons number one the NHS would have collapsed. And number two, they would have had 130,000 prime witnesses all telling the truth about what's going on in British hospitals. 100%. It's that simple. A hundred percent. I've got no doubt in my mind. And I've had dozens and dozens of them reach out to me. I speak to dozens and dozens of doctors. The GMC is finished. The credibility is finished. I can tell you it's just a mafia that the doctors have to be part of. They're not interested in the, in the GMC, at least the dozens and dozens that I speak to. And I get invited to meetings where there are 50, 60 medical professionals in at any one time, three times a week. Yeah. So, so yeah, do you know? Now, we had um, a young boy in a couple of weeks ago, um, under 30. I'm not going to name him because it'd be disrespectful. And he uh, died suddenly and he had a post-mortem. And the post-mortem process basically involves they cut the uh, you cut the, up the abdomen from just above the groin to below the neck. The organs are all taken out and they're obviously cut out and their way blocks and slides are taken. And then they go into a bag and the bag is put back in the cavity, the cavity is sewn up. Now the family asks us to embalm this young man. And in order to do so, the embalming process usually consists of the following. I make an incision in the carotid artery and I would connect, uh, I would cut the artery halfway through, connect a pump in, that would pump formaldehyde around the body. And I would hasten to add, I would strongly recommend it for anyone who's lost a loved one, who wants to see that loved one, you're gonna see them at their best if they're embalmed. You know, so take my advice as an honest man. Well, this young man, we had to take, open his abdomen up, take the bag containing his, for want of a better word, giblets and stuff out, and then target the individual arteries that have been severed during the embalming process with the pump to embalm him. Because when they take the organs out, they sever all these arteries and veins, you know. So when we've gone to put the pump in there, his arteries are all full of like a white, calamari substance and some of these arteries are kind of 80 percent blocked absolutely blocked now some months ago a couple of months ago i'd seen an interview done by um, an american embalmer called richard hirschman um, who originates out of the us in alabama and he's collected hundreds and hundreds of samples he's a trade embalmer so he goes around all the funeral homes um, i employ a full-time embalmer so i have no need of a trade embalmer but he's been finding these exact same samples, and I kind of hold it up to the camera. So right. this was what was inside the arteries of a 30-year-old man. Look at it, and it's, it's, it's 
And that's yeah, nothing so you've it, seen before, John. You've not seen anything. Ever. Like I've never, I've never seen this ever in 15 years, and I have been um, president of many environments. My environment has done 20 years. He's BIE registered, and he's never seen anything like it um, in his life. And he's terrified about saying anything because the BIE have already issued a warning in their bi-monthly magazine forbidding any environments with any concerns to speak out. Why would they do Why that? Would do Why would? Yeah, surely you would encourage them. You know, as a decent human being in a funeral director, I can tell you it's my moral obligation and my lawful duty to raise concerns about any death that I have in my 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 care. Um, I've done that, and the coroner and they're not interested. None of them are interested. They're they're just. I mean, it was even suggested to me. Um, I wrote an email to my coroner and said, "Look, this is what I'm found. I've never seen this before. What is this?" And I know what I've seen and what's causing it. You know, I wanted to see their reaction. They suggested to me that this might have grown inside this young man post mortem. Have you ever heard anything so ridiculous? I have to maintain a relationship with my coroner, I, I, um, so I have to swallow. But I want to go on record as having raised the alarm and having reported it to try and save the people that are going to be bullied, coerced and blackmailed into getting this crap inside their body. Or Absolutely. people that perhaps have had a placebo and are panicking and lining up for a monkeypox jab that will end up with this growing inside them. And this is why you're seeing young footballers fall over and die on the field on national TV in record numbers. Is this crap inside them? And as soon as somebody acknowledges this and tackles it, um, the sooner we can bring those to account. Bring these people to account and get this stopped because it's wrong. What, what was the cause of death for, um, for, the, no, for that guy? Uh, unascertained. Unascertained. So I don't know then, basically. Yeah, no, they don't know. Don't yeah, know. they don't know. They were awaiting histology, you know. So, so um, they the know it's there. The autopsy must see that as well. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. I only share you content from good people. That's what we do on this podcast. So I had a lot more to get into. I told you I'm not my A game today, but I'm just so grateful for these human beings. And I mean this with all my heart as a civilization for the human race. Please consider putting our differences, our labels, our beliefs, our religious views aside. Just for now, this is a global emergency that is happening. The real global emergency is the fraud, not the monkeypox, not COVID. It's this. It's the crimes against humanity. We need to come together. And now more than ever, at least on this podcast, we are going all in on the truth and getting justice for those who have especially have been hurt by the vaccine or even worse, lost loved ones. I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. Not on my watch. Whatever role I can play, baby, I'm in. I am in. It's disgusting and it's wrong. And we need to have some decency and put your other differences aside and realize that that person that you dislike because they are of a different political affiliation, it doesn't matter. It's propaganda so that the peasants bicker, so that the we don't realize the elites are taking over more and more and literally implementing the Great Reset and changing the world to their advantage. Leave the peasants bickering so nobody looks at the real enemy. The real enemy isn't that person who is a Republican or Democrat or independent or on this podcast, apolitical. No, you're a peasant. I'm a peasant. Okay. Do you have Klaus Schwab's phone number? 
Is the answer no? You're not in the elite group, okay? That's it. There's two parties. Those are the two parties. And if you think that you're part of the club that's going to be saved in the end, the bad news is you're not in the club. You're not in the club. And you know if you listen to this podcast, you're in this podcast, you're not in the club. You definitely know you're not in the club by now. So I'm going to play the two more clips from, from Kelly Victory just because they're short, they're good. She talks about the fraud that's been happening and how do we know we haven't been lied to about everything, everything. So I don't know. I think she brings up good points and uh, I am going to play that here. I'm just figuring out which, you know what? We are just going to, I don't forget which one. She talks about the three things that are fraud, but you're going to take a listen. Again, you're hearing Dr. Drew's voice. This is also Alex uh, Berenson, I believe his name is, who, by the way, sued Twitter because he was kicked off and he won and he's back on Twitter. Amazing. Another bombshell. Take a listen to this, uh, this short clip from Dr. Kelly Victory. Either a complete lack of quality control batch to batch uh, or, or something else. Let's take the three, what I would consider the three biggest lies um, about the mRNA components of the vaccine. This is independent of the nanoparticle issues. Uh, Drew and I did an entire show last week uh, on the problems related to nanoparticles uh, that, that are used to encapsulate uh, the mRNA. Number one, we were told that the mRNA stays in your arm, stays in the deltoid muscle where it's injected. We knew and they knew well before these were released that that's not the case, that the mRNA goes far and wide to essentially every major organ system and does so within hours. Number two, we were told that the mRNA is very quickly eliminated from your body, quote unquote, according to the CDC website as of today, within several days. We know that that isn't true, that it lasts in excess of 60 days uh, in, in most people. And then number three, we were told that no way, no how does it get incorporated into the DNA. And sure enough, big study out of Sweden shows that not only does it get re reverse transcribed into your DNA, into every cell in your DNA, but it does so within six hours in the liver. These are huge, huge lies. How how can we believe anything? Let's stop with the word conspiracy already. We're being blatantly lied to on every level. Like you know on this podcast, whatever you are told in the mainstream or by the, 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 in the health institutions, the CDC, if you do the opposite, you're going to live a great and happy life. It's opposite day every day of the week. I've said that like 15 times. Literally opposite day every day of the week. It is so difficult to be 100% right on something, on all on different things, and and 100% wrong. They're equally as difficult. It seems like the powers that be, the United States government, the, the health institutions, are 100% wrong on everything. If they say turn right, you should turn left. If they say you should lay down, you should probably exercise. Okay, if they say eat cake, you should probably have some apples. Pretty simple. It's a good protocol. Okay, it's called the live a long, happy life protocol. It's new. We're trying to evangelize it on this podcast. Let me play the other quit, the other clip, because we're coming up to the end here. And um, she just tears it up. She just tears it up on the show. I mean, this is this is good stuff. And we really appreciate people who are doing good, honest work 
and disseminating the truth to everybody who deserves to hear it, which is everybody on earth, meaning you and your loved ones and people you don't like. Everybody can make their own decisions with independent thinking. And we encourage independent thinking every single day, period. But the Japanese study so, that shows, you know, that, that your genitals can necrose, uh, you know, <laughs> and that's a, the, the, the microclonic. So, you know, you can still get COVID, but your dick will fall off. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, <laughs> I mean, truly, this is this is the kind of stuff that, that these truly are indeed. real. That's the study. Like, there it is. There's the study. There it yeah. is. You, you Alex, posted Alex it. Uh, yeah. Don't worry. You're not going to get COVID. Dick's going to fall off. Oh, that's great. I wouldn't want a cold. And fuck it. Let the dick fall off. <laughs> I mean, these are the studies that are coming out. This is the stuff you need to hear. You don't hear the CDC saying, hey, you might not get COVID, but if you're a man, your dick might fall off. Have you heard that in the mainstream? No, they don't cover that. They cover two things, safe and effective. And let me interpret that for you. Bullshit, dishonesty, corruption, coercion, breaking point one of the Nuremberg Code. What else do I have to say besides that? What else do I have to say? What does anyone need to say? You know, we made it to the end. As you know, I'm not my A game today. I'm going to play this last clip. Steve Kirsch, the bombshell dropper from Fox News. He's on the war room with Steve Bannon explaining his data. It's so funny, the people that are mixing with each other. It's just like, it's so, what an interesting time to be alive. Great time to be alive. Really sad, really bad, but things are going to get better. Trust me, I'm feeling very optimistic. I'm feeling very optimistic. I don't know why. But I hope you're feeling that way too. And if you're not, hang in there. We're going to get there, I promise. Life's good. Life is very good. And it's going to get better. Take a listen to him justifying the numbers that we covered on the last podcast. So if you didn't listen to the, listen to the podcast before this one, um, I highly suggest you contemplate listening to that because this is what he is verifying. And it's a fantastic podcast, by the way. You know why? Because I did it myself on i think it was with Stuart varney i think it was either fox business one of the channels where you said hey the really the weapon of mass destruction was the vaccine and i can point to literally hundreds of thousands of people that died everybody vapor locked <laughs> they had a that a chiron that you were formerly a big democratic party donor and i i think it was varney completely vapor locked so look let's leave the wuhan and the ccp virus off for another day talk to me and back it up where you said that, hey, hundreds of thousands of people have died from the vaccine. What do you mean, sir? Yeah, so the it's pretty clear from multiple different uh, data sources that hundreds of thousands of people have died. And depending on which data source you look at, maybe it's 125,000 and other sources, it's could be hundreds of thousands, 600,000 or more. So the most direct way to estimate the number of people who have died is to look at the VAERS uh, data. And the, the VAERS is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. It's the official data used by the US government to monitor adverse events, including death. And there are close to 14,000 deaths in the US that have been reported into the VAERS system. And since the VAERS system is underreported by a factor of about 41, then you multiply 41 times the 14,000 and you get over 500,000 deaths. Now, that's just one way to do it. Now, a lot of people will say, well, you can't uh, determine causality from fares. And, well, hold, and so hold, 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 just real quick, just, just hold on, just the data point, even for that. 
how do you get to the 40? Well, it's on the report of 41. Where, where is that? Where is that actually as a data point that that happens? Yeah, so the, the 41 is derived from actual values observed in the field and published in the peer-reviewed medical journals. So in this case, it's a paper that was published in March of 2021 in JAMA, which is the premier medical journal. And it established a rate of anaphylaxis after vaccination. And it, the rate is something like uh, three events per, okay. per 10,000 doses. Okay. And, and so you apply hang, that So I got rate. to the, four, hang on, I got, I, got, yeah. I got to the 41, hang on. But, but theirs was okay with Fauci and everybody until CCP COVID-19. Now they tell me, well, it's just an informal system. Things get logged in. It doesn't get checked. So what's your answer to that? Now that now they say VARES, it's always been sacrosanct. Now it's uh, it's nothing, et cetera. How do you answer Fauci, FDA, and CDC by saying, hey, no, this is legitimate, and you've used this at every time up until now, sir? Oh, well, look, they, they use it. No, they still use it now, Steve. <laughs> so the point is that when VARES is convenient for them to use, they use it. So for myocarditis, which is then going to be underreported in VARES by a factor of 100, they'll, they'll use the VARES system and they say, look, the number of events in VARES is really small. And that's because they're not, having, uh, they're not applying the 100 times underreporting factor for a less serious event. So they use it when it's convenient. And when it's inconvenient, then they say it's not reliable. So walk us through, um, you saying right now, using the VAERS methodology and, and really what the order of magnitude is, you would, you would estimate, given VAERS' previous uh, construct, 500,000 deaths in the United States. It seems to me, what will be done about that? I mean, are you calling for a congressional investigation once the Republicans take power? I mean, you're a smart guy. You were actually a believer that had a journey that, of your awakening. But what actions, let's assume for purposes of this discussion, we only got a couple of minutes, that, that what you say is true and can be proven. What does Steve Kerr say? What's the next action step that needs to be taken? Oh, they, they need to stop the vaccines immediately. Nobody should be taking these vaccines. Not old people, not young people, not sick people, not sick old people. Nobody should be taking these vaccines. These vaccines are not safe for anyone. So that is the first action that they should take. And then after they do that, they should look for heads to roll because what has happened here is indefensible. You know, there, the, the CDC says that there are no deaths associated with the vaccines, but you see all of the autopsy reports don't do the proper stains to determine whether they're, the person died from, COVID, from, from the COVID vaccine. So of course they're not finding any deaths because they're not looking for the deaths. None of the medical examiners in the entire country are interested in staining to find out if that death was caused by the vaccine. So the, the CDC can report, well, we don't have any evidence that the vaccine has any fingerprints on it because you know, the, the pathologists uh, and the, you know, the forensic pathologists don't do any uh, staining to find out whether the vaccine was the cause of death. But you know, um, I don't know if you know who Wayne Root is. He's a conservative uh, radio host. He had a wedding, 200 sure. people. He's a buddy, buddy of mine. Oh, yep. awesome. He had a wedding, 200 no, people. Half of, half of them vaccinated, half of them un, unvaccinated, okay? The 100 unvaccinated, no deaths, and there were no injuries. The 100 vaccinated, 
26 deaths, or sorry, um, 26 injuries, serious injuries, and eight deaths. So that's an 8% death rate, Steve. All right. I got to bring this to an end, but realize what's going on here. Uh, first of all, do you feel a little bit wiser? Do you feel like you're gaining a little bit of knowledge of what's going on? Is this helping you? Is this informative? Do you feel like your independent critical thinking is kicking off, baby? No matter what you were like before, no matter what you believed in before, are you realizing that in all of our entire lives, no matter how old you are, it's more important now than ever that we come together. We are all on the same team. Do not forget that. And you have heroes among us. Every person I shared on this podcast is a hero and will be recognized as one in the long run. That is a guarantee. Because when you do the right thing, especially when money and coercion is on the other side trying to suffocate and suppress all the truth, you can't do it forever. Because as you know on this podcast, we believe very strongly that the truth always prevails. Sometimes it takes longer than others, but it always prevails. And we are on the brink of the full truth just being unleashed because of these very people. And the Jonathan Cogan show is just trying to play the biggest part that we can. Because that's what we want to do. We are pro-human. We are anti-political. We are pro-doing the right thing. Anyways, again, I hope you're having an amazing day, an amazing afternoon, an amazing morning, an amazing night, no matter where you are in this world. I appreciate you so much listening to this. I really, really do. And I just want you to to contemplate until tomorrow, until the next pod. Can we put aside our differences and come together? Can we unite as a society? Can we do the right thing? Can we stand with the vaccine injured? Can we stand with the people who lost loved ones? Can we? I think we can. So until tomorrow, why don't you think about it? Can we do that? Because I think we can. Thank you for joining the Jonathan Cogan show today. If you haven't subscribed, I'd be, be awesome if you went to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Overcast, wherever you listen, or you can go to anchor.fm forward slash JSK for Jonathan Scott Cogan to listen to any other episode. If you like what we're doing here, give it a five-star rating. It helps with the algorithm. And so we get you know more people to, to hear the truth, and that's the goal here. We're trying to spread the truth far and wide because that is – I don't even know what the alternative is. Like I, I can't even believe this is a conversation with censorship. It's like mind-blowing to me. Obviously, everyone should hear the truth. So, yeah, anyways, five-star rating helps. But um, other than that, check out other content from Steve Kirsch, Kelly Victory, and John O'Looney. They are truly doing unbelievable work. Unbelievable. Anyways. If no one told you today, I love you. The Jonathan Cogan Show loves you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Have an amazing day.